Yeah. Right. Killed his father? No, 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 that's the other one. That's, uh, I think you're right that's right. That's the other story. Okay. I remember Klingir, right. right. but it's all, it's all one mishmash to me. All right, let's begin. We are at the third line on Dafnun and on my Rebbe says, Be'ushe Eskinu, another Takanas Usha, Hamevazvez, one who wants to give away all, you know, his wealth for charity, I'm Aliyevazvez Yosem Rechomesh, not more than a fifth, not more than 20%. That's the maximum. Um, the idea being, um, that you know, maybe he'll need, you know, maybe he's giving away too much money and he will not be able to take care of himself. Um, very interesting halacha that is brought down la halacha. So Tanya, we learned that in Bryce, maybe he'll need, he'll, be, he'll come on to the public. And somebody wanted to give more than a fifth of his wealth. And his friend did not allow him to do that. It was Rabbi Shiva who didn't allow it. Rabbi Shiva wanted to give away a fifth, more than a fifth of his wealth. And his friend didn't let him. That was Rabbi Kiva. Okay. So, where do we see that the number is, the, the key number is 20%? As the max. Whatever you give me, I will surely tithe. But it's a double tithe, aser aser as asrenu, so that's twenty percent. So the Gemara says, "I have a little dummy isur basra isur kama." Anybody who does math will know that once you take a tenth, so then your new number is, is let's say ninety uh, percent of what it was. So a tenth of that is only going to be nine. It's going to be ninety. Right. Well, it's not going to be right. It's not going to be twenty percent. It's going to be nineteen percent actually. So the Gemara explains. Uh, my second tithe will be matchy to the first, matching to the first tithe, first tithe, and therefore it's going to be actually a full twenty percent. It'll be more than ten percent. Right, the second one's higher than ten percent. Exactly. It's very interesting if you paid attention to the three takanasusha. So it, they 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 what they they're going down in number. In other words, the first takanasusha. There was, uh, it was Rabbi La, in the name of Rishlakish, in the name of Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Chanina. If you go to the second Kanasusha, it was, um, um, re, uh, it was, well, let me find it, it was at the bottom of the page here, or a little back up, yeah, um, it was Rabbi La, in the name of Rishlakish, no longer any Rabbi Yossi, Rabbi Chanina. And over here, it's just Amr uh, Bilah. It's just Rabbilah. It's not Rish Lakish anymore. So it's Mismatos Velchos. It's going down in number. Um, so that's just interesting. The way to remember what the three Tekanasusha are is Ketanim, which they, you have to feed the Ketanim. Kasvu is where they wrote their, prop, their property over to the kids. And Ubizbizu is the, the, the uh, not giving too much charity. Okay? Max out at twenty percent charity. Okay, Rav Ye Ama Ama Rav Yitzchak Bushes Kino another one. She Adam is Galgal in Beno Achdei Misrishana. For the first twelve years, you got to go. You go easy on your child, to not to be too harsh on him. Mikanvela. But once that time passes, Yerdim Lechayev, 
That's when you start really pushing, okay, for him to do the right thing, okay? Rashi says what it means, it means it's okay, okay, no dinner tonight, stuff like that. Or with, uh, with the whip, you know, spare the rod, spoil the child. Anyway, that's what he says. He says, They're not under the age of 12. Gotta wait till he's a little older. Okay. Um, and he said, So, under age six, don't, uh, don't be too harsh on your kid. Once he's hit six years old, start stuffing him with Torah and knowledge and you know, basically like, like, you, like a stuffed bull. Um, you know, power feeding. So the Gemara says that's not a stira. In Safi Likatura, from age six, he's already capable of uh, of learning more. Stuff him up with Torah like an ox. Mio ain't yori but not not harshly. Ah, Then you start. Then you start upping it a notch. Alternatively, One thing is from Mikra, for Chumash reading, and the other one is from Mishnah. Tamarpai says, my mom told me." Barshis the Mikra, when it comes to a six year old, that's when they start reading Mikra. And Baresra the Mishnah, Baresra is the Mishnah. And Bartlesa the Tanisa, that's when you actually fast, full fast, Mesles, the 24 hour fast. You're not until Bar Mitzvah age. But with Yenokis, my girls, Bastresa are at the age of 12, that's when they are obligated to finish fast. Now, I'm Rabbi Amrili, my mom told me. Um, we're. Uh, very interesting, as we know, by his mother was not his true mother, but right. she was, she was definitely a doctor. She was very knowledgeable in, uh, Rufua, and that area. And uh, so here's some medical advice. Hi, Barshis, and interesting. If you have a six-year-old, that it was bit by a scorpion. Beyond the Mishlam, she's on the sixth birthday. Lochaye, unless you know the way to heal him. He will not survive. So my sister, what is this special way to heal him? Mararta didaya. You take the, uh, I think it's the gallbladder, whatever. It's the mara is one part of the animal, the the, what, the bile of the daya, which is one of the types of birds that are out there. Not sure which one, a pelican. I don't know. There's different sheets as to what a daya is. Chivarta, um, a white one. What? Pelicans and bovel. <laughs> they say here vultures. Vultures? Oh, they say yeah. vultures? Mano, Mano had a lot of vultures. Vultures they had, okay. Chivarta, <laughs> uh, white one, bishikra in beer, vinashpaye, and uh, rub it, you know, you know, ground it in into the beer, vinashkaye, and give him to drink. And that'll get rid of it. Hi, Barshasa, six year old, the Targlizi Buddha was built a bit by a bee. Beyond the Mishlam Shasa on his sixth birthday. Lochai won't live, my Susa, unless you do the the special uh, way of healing him, Atsusa de Dikla, which is uh, basically the what grows around the palm tree, uh, Bemaya, ground, you know, ground up into water, Nishvaya, you, you basically break it down, Nishkai, give him to drink that, and that will <coughs> heal him, but unless you do that. So unless you know what you're doing, it's very serious. Now Rav Ktina, Rav Ktina says, Kola Machnes is Benopoks if you you know, start early. You want my kid. I want my kid to get ahead. So under age six, I'm starting to push him in into Torah learning, whatever. So Ratz Achrov ve'eno magio. Basically, the what we're saying here means <coughs> is that uh, you're going to try 
making sure that he's healthy, and you'll never really bring him to proper health. There's going to be uh, stunted growth, okay? Um, or health, healthy. We, we, it'll be a weak, weakly child. Ikadami version B is Chaver So all his friends are going to try and uh, catch up to him in learning, and he's going to be way ahead of everybody else. But the value is not, they're both true. Chalish Vagomer, he'll be weak, but he's going to be learned. So there you go. Ibai Sema, alternatively, Had Kachish, Had Bari. It all depends on what the constitution of the child is. There's some kids who are weekly, they need a, they need the full time building. Right, and there's others that are, that are already at age six, more or even younger, uh, stronger, bigger, and that's uh, and then it's a then it's a difference. Amr v'yatsu v'chani nebushi eskin another takana susha. Ha'ish shemachem minuchsu meluk pechay ba'ale. If a woman sold the property she brought into the marriage of to her husband, umeisa she dies first. Abamot miyara lukuchas the husband takes away from the buyer. Because he has no rights, because he it goes to the yeah. to the husband. It's only if she outlives that 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 sale is valid. Um, so Rav Yitzchak Yosef met up the Rebbevot, the Rebbevot, the and he was there with uh, you know the populace in Usha, the gathering of people in Usha, and Amalei Man Mara Dishmaito, who of the Usha, who is the one, who is the author of the. Of this memra of inusha, he was the one who said it. So he studied it forty times to get the name right. We have this expression numerous places in shas. Once you study something forty times, then it starts sticking. So that's my brachatas that we should get the shas done. You know, forty times it's only a couple more years. Yeah, right. A couple more years, and we'll hit the number forty, and then and then we'll finally start sticking. I understand. Remembering it. Okay. Maybe forty cycles. So forty cycles to understand something. That's, That's what it said. Forty times to learn it, and then it's stuck. Then it's like he got it in your pocket. See this hope. It's worth learning so long, right? <laughs> I can't remember what I did 40 minutes ago. Okay, okay. But you have 40, 40, uh, yeah, 40 times. That's four minutes. And that's what you can get 40 times. Repeat it, you know. How many times you Okay, okay. All right, Vaita. Ashray, Shamri, Mishpat, Bat Success. Ashray, Shamri, Mishpat, Oisit, Zadaka, Mechalais. What does that mean? Fortunate are those who guard justice, who do charity all the time. Now, how can you do I mean, you gotta eat, you gotta drink. How do you have charity being charitable 100% of the time? How you gonna make a living? So that's a question. Good question. So the Rabbi Seinu Shabbi Avna, so Darshu Rabbi Seinu Shabbi the Rabbi Seinu Yavna, Darshan, Rami Law Rabbi Bliezer, others say it was Rabbi Bliezer, he said, Zon Banov Ubnosom Chintana. This is somebody who takes care of his children when they're minors, even though he's not obligated to. That uh, and it's always and kids are a twenty four seven job, and that's a charity because he's not obligated. So there you go. See, it's an amazing thing. People think that uh, how cool is it not to make it an obligation? It's it's the opposite. It's this way you're getting mitzvahs and charity all the time because you take care of your kids. Rabbi Shmuel Bar Nachmani Amar Zeh Megadol Yasmini Semus of Pesach. He's talking about somebody who raises orphans in his house. It's a 24-7 job, and therefore he's doing charity all the time. Every time they're under his roof, they're being, you know, they're receiving charity. Okay. 
Omasian and he marries them off. Okay? Home the Oshi Beveso, The wealth remains in his house and the charity stands forever. How's that work? Um, you know, if you give it as charity, then it's not in your house. Which kind of charity keeps the money by you? That's the Shiloh. Okay? Um, so Rav Huna, Rav Somebody studies Torah and teaches it. So because I taught you the Torah, so I still have the Torah that I taught you, because I still got mm-hmm. the knowledge. And now you also have the knowledge. So it's charitable in a way that's omedus lahat, and I don't lose it at all. Okay? Um, uh, somebody writes Torahs, writes a Torah, and lends it out to others. So the I don't, I still have the value, but others now have the knowledge. So I'm giving charity by lending it to others to to learn from, and I'm maintaining my wealth. You'll see children to your children. In other words, there's nothing like grandchildren, basically. Uh, Shalom al Yisrael. What does that mean? Every Shulman Levi given Shabbanim Levanecha. Once your sons have sons, have children. So Shalom al Yisrael. Then there's peace on Israel. Why? The laws of Chalitz and Yibam. Then you know there's no need for Chalitz and Yibam. So that's peaceful. Okay? Um, and Rabbi Shmuel Barachmini, I'm going to say, Levanecha, Shalom Yisrael. It's peace to the judges. Why? Because whenever there's children there and the grandchildren, so you know where the line of the of your inheritance is going to go. But uh, once it's going to the cousins, uh, that's where it gets real messy. So uh, once you're not uh, not a pashat uh, straight down down the line, then it then then the judges. That's where the judges come in. Really, I, he was my, I was much closer to my rich uncle, and the other guy says no, it was me. Whatever. That's that's where the fights kick in. All right. As we know, Rabbi Yezer proved from the Lashon of the Tzuva that, uh, that the, the, the feeding of the daughters is only, is not a, it's not a chos, it's not a obligation. Um, and that's the story. So Yosef, Rabbi Yosef, Kamed Rav Nuna. So Rabbi Yosef was sitting in front of Rav Nuna. Rabbi Yosef, Rav Nuna, the Kamer. Rav Nuna was saying, Kishem. Just like the son's inheritance is limited to karka, so do the daughters fed are only from karka. Meaning, if the father owns land, that's the only time. So, um, everyone was in an uproar about this. What do you mean? Anyone who has no land, some people they have stocks and bonds, and they have no. Property, they never bought anything, whatever. So, um, and you're going to say that uh, then his children won't inherit him? So, I'm learning Yosef. So, Yosef said to him, Rav um, Nuna, and uh, he said, Maybe what you're talking about is the Ksuva, as we learned that the first tonight Ksuva that we mentioned, and then we're discussing this topic, that the sons inherit the Ksuva over their regular inheritance. That is only when the inheritance is land, the ksuva is land attached. That's what we're. That's what that. That's when they get that, and the being fed from the estate is going on that type of thing. So is that what you mean? Samalei Mar the Kavraba, you who are a great man, Yada Michael, you understood what I meant. Of course, that's what I meant. I don't mean that there's no inheritance if there's no land. What I mean to say is this special quality of the sons. Of one wife inheriting the mother's ksuva, that's only when it's a land-based debt. 
Okay, it has to be attached to land. My um, so now Amr Bar Yosef, Rav Zan Mechita Delia. Rav used to feed it, the girls from Chiti Delia, which means the wheat that are in the attic, which is basically they were asking for food from uh, the, and uh, they, and even though the, um, there was no land, it was only metaltalin. He did give them sustenance from that, even though it wasn't land. So he bought a little parnas So the question they want to know is parnas Was that just um, not really mizonos, but it was the nadan? Meaning we're talking about the what what he gave uh, on behalf of his daughters for um, the gift to the to the groom, and that's what we're talking about. Meaning, which basically means that basically you, we try and assess what type of guy was their dad when he was alive, what kind of nadunya would he naturally give to his daughters, and that's what we take away from his estate, and it's not attached to, we're trying to just match up to what type of person he is, you know, like is he very generous for his children or is he not? Um, so that's the that's that's that that is that what he means? I'm sure it doesn't mean And it's from the good things that were said in the attic. What was that? In the attic they established that they are fed from metaltlin. Not like what we said before that it's only from the car, from the land. So Tashma. So that's the, so again we have two possibilities. What Rav did over here when he said he fed from the chiti daliyah? What does it mean? Does it mean nedunya, or does it mean the actual food for the, uh, that you could give it from metaltlin? So Tashma, be biyadei de Rabbi Binoy Achva de Rabbi Baba have a metaltlin diasmi. So in the hands of Rabbi Binoy, who was the brother of Rabbi Baba, there was the metaltlin that belonged to the Yisomim. And also, come in the Shmuel, give them Shmuel, and relay Zilzon. Go feed them. So, what does that mean? My love, the Mizoni. Obviously, it means um, feeding. What it sounds like it means. And he also reveals by Yosef that, in fact, we listen to the. Um, 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 so, so the Gemara says, so that's the Shaila, um, which seems to prove. Um, that uh, one definition, okay, the second one, um, that they established in the Aliyah that Benos Nizonos Menemetatlin. So the word says, no, lo, Hasam the Parnasavoy was talking about for the Nidunya and Ushmulatami, Damar Shmula Parnasa, Shaman Av. We look at the father and establish based on what type of person the father was, and that's it. Bottom line is, not, that wasn't really conclusive of a proof. The story happened in Nardova. The judges um, of Narda judged in Pompatisa of Agvi, Rav Khan Barbizna, um, and uh, Rav Khan Barbizna collected it. Okay, now what happened? Nachman said, You better give that back. Otherwise, your field is going to be a lost. In other words, you can't take. We, in other words, Rav Nachman is basically ruling that we do not sustain the daughters from metaltalin. Now, Rav Ami of Rav Asi, sovereign amazing metaltalin, 
they thought to do so. And I'm a little Vyakabar Idi Milsa The previous generation of Yakhmishlakish weren't didn't feel see fit to take metalplin from the orphans and give it to the daughters for their sustenance. And you're doing that. Rabbi Lazar suffered amazing metalplin. He also thought to do so. I'm a little fun of my teacher, you're not saying that that's a requirement. You just feel bad for the daughters, so you're trying to take care of them. But I'm worried that the Talmidim will see that as the halacha, as that's what's required. And you know, and you and I know that that's not actually the requirement. And he said, give them from the date that's uh, that's on the. You know, they used to have like this um, mat that would be under the date tree where the dates would fall onto. You know, you shake the tree and get the dates to fall down. Anyway, um, so it sounds like you're giving from a Tautlin. Would you give them a Tautlin to a Balchov? And how do you, any less than a than a than a than somebody whose money is owed to? It's not actually, it's still attached to the tree. So if it's ready to be harvested, isn't a gigazel's dummy? It's as if it's not attached anymore, and therefore it is metaltolin. So Gemara says, no, the tree still needs the tree. In other words, he's not actually issuing them food from what is metaltolin, only what is from karka. And that is the bottom line. So it seems to be the bottom line, and that's it. All right. Have a beautiful day.